Welcome to Cross Communities Podcast. We're glad you're here to listen today. We would love to connect with you today for listening to our podcast. Please fill out a connect card on our website at c3naz.net. You can also support the ministries of Cross Community by giving online on our website. We hope that today's message will strengthen your faith and help you to love God and people more. Somebody answer that? <laughs> I mean, can you take it outside? <laughs> we see and hear today much discussion about Christians being called into ministry. And we often associate being called into ministry as a call from God. A call to do things like uh, be a pastor, maybe a youth pastor, a deacon, an evangelist, maybe even a teacher, and certainly a missionary. Amen? I mean, that, isn't that what we think of when we say that God has called someone into ministry? Is that right? Likewise, we also usually use terms like full-time or bivocational. We use that too. And often we say it requires certain evidence. This is what we look for in that person. Dedication. Preparation. Qualification. And eventual ordination. Am I right? That's what we, we look to and this call to ministry. And this type of call is very important. I, I, I mean, no doubt, is very important to the kingdom of God. And I have personally answered this call. But for today's message, I want us to become more aware of those times and those moments when God calls upon all of us, calls upon you, calls upon me. I mean those times and those places where he wants to say something to you. He wants to do something. He wants you to do something, perhaps. And he also wants you to feel something. Those times. Now, you all know the call from God I am talking about, (laughs) or that I'm going to be talking about, may not really come over a phone, right? I mean, you know, he's not necessarily going to call you on your cell phone with that annoying ringing that I still hear today. Do you hear it sometimes? I mean, when you're in places, you hear that ringing? Boy, it gets your attention, doesn't it? 
Now, as I think about this, I mean, I think using the phone is a good illustration. And we know God has so many ways that he can call upon us. And yes, it can happen at any moment, anywhere we find ourselves. In this, in his message last Sunday, Pastor Kyle was pointing us to this kind of call. He was pointing us to it. He shared with us a time when four men wanted to carry their paralyzed friend to this healer that they know about, they hear about, they've been hearing, uh, the, the miracle worker named Jesus. When they got to the house where Jesus was at and he was preaching, it was so packed. Pastor Kyle told us it was so packed that they couldn't get in with their friend to see Jesus. So what did they do? They went and ripped a hole in, in the roof and dropped their friend down through the roof so that he could see Jesus. And Pastor Kyle challenged us. He challenged us when he asked, who carried you to see Jesus? He also asked us, who will, who will you carry to see Jesus? Right? Remember that? You, if you were here? So today, I want to talk a little bit more about those times when God calls upon us. You know, when he calls you or calls me to bring others to see Jesus. I want to add some things to it. I want to examine it a little more closely. The title of the message today is Simple and Direct. Have you missed any calls lately from God? Have you missed any? And also, a kind of a follow-up question. Has God been trying to reach you some way, somehow? That's the question I want to ponder, both of those. And perhaps there have been times he was uh, he he just wanted you he just wanted to talk to you maybe he just wanted to say something he wanted to tell you something he wanted to share something with you or with someone else or to do something for someone and or feel something towards someone or something. Maybe, and maybe, just maybe, for whatever reason, you missed the call. Now, you say it's easy to miss a call from the Lord, right? I mean, you might say that, but I'm thinking sometimes it's easier to ignore a call from the Lord. Hello? (laughs) Hello? Wrong number, right? (laughs) And maybe, I mean, just maybe, that's what I'm thinking, that it's easier to miss. I mean, it's easier to just ignore it because I'm like, Lord, I I know what he's going to ask. I already know what he wants me to do, especially if if it's about someone that you don't know very well, that he's calling you about. You don't know that person very well, or you might not even like them. Because they insulted you. 
or possibly even someone <laughs> that you just don't want, or it's something you just don't want to do, period. Lord, I don't want to go sing in the choir. I pray he doesn't ask me to do that, to, to sing, without any ability. And yet I'm thinking, God makes a lot of calls. All the time. In fact, he likely uses some form of auto-dial, right? He can just robocalls. Just call everybody, anybody, all the time, over and over again. And if we could hypothetically, I'm just saying hypothetically now, if we could see God's monthly phone bill, which I am thinking would be very large. I don't know how many, can you even tell me how much that is up there? We would see that God makes calls each to, to each and every one of us at various times. Day or night, He calls. Various points of our life, He is calling. And I'm believing that uh, we serve a seeking God. He likes to call on us. He likes to talk to us. He likes for us to talk to Him. He's that kind of God. And I'm believing the calls from God are sometimes maybe just more routine. And yet other times they are very specific. God knows exactly what He wants us to do. What's really amazing is that God has made us in such a way that we, you know, that He can communicate to us anytime He wants. Whenever, wherever. He's made us this way. What I mean is, He has created each and every one of us with a spirit in us. Our spirit. Amen? He's created us that way. And thus we can speak with His Spirit. That's pretty cool. we got a direct line all the time. He is spiritual. And thus He knows us spiritually. It's a fascinating way to see our relationship with God. And yet it is this spiritual way that so many people refuse to believe in. Amen? I mean, they think we're crazy talking to spirits, don't they? What do you mean, I'm, i got a spirit in me? What are you talking about? They cannot see or hear God, can they? If we examine both Testaments of the Bible... We can read about people uh, being called upon by God. And again, these calls can be more routine, routine like God's just checking in, or, or more specific, like I was saying, uh, that He has something He wants you to do, or someone He wants you to meet, perhaps. When the prophet Samuel was young, God called upon him. One evening as he was sleeping, in the tabernacle and near the ark 
of God. And God called out to him by name, Samuel, Samuel. He woke up Samuel twice this way. And this young Samuel each time ran to the high priest, Eli, and said, Yes, yes, I'm here. Eli just sent him back to bed. And in Samuel chapter 3, we read this, verse 7. Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never had a message from the Lord before. Verse 8, so the Lord called a third time. And once more, Samuel got up and went to Eli, the high priest. Here I am. Did you call me? Then Eli, <laughs> then Eli realized it was the Lord who was calling the boy. In verse 9, so he said to Samuel, go and lie down again. And if someone calls again, say, speak. Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed. And the Lord came and called as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel replied, speak, your servant is listening. You know, the Lord chose to speak to young Samuel. And on that evening, God made a call to Samuel. And this call was only the beginning for Samuel. God didn't necessarily call Samuel to, for a specific position, perhaps, Maybe not to be a pastor, maybe not to be a preacher, but God called this boy named Samuel uh, to be his voice, to be his voice to his people, the Israelites. God called a child who would someday anoint the first king over this nation of Jews. God called a child who would someday... Uh, ask or someday do what God needed him to do for his people. And I ask you this morning, have you missed any calls lately? Has God been trying to reach you? Some 600 years go by. Much has happened. And now the once great nation of Israel is in exile. And it's spread all over the world. And if we read on, we find another fascinating account of a young Jewish girl who became a queen to a Persian king. At that time when Persia was ruled, it basically ruled the whole world. Her Hebrew name was Hadassa. And she was very, very beautiful. Her Persian name was Esther. God made a call to this young woman and spoke to her through her uncle, Mordecai. God spoke through him to her. God's call upon her was, uh, was to use her position and her influence with the king of Persia in order to bring deliverance to her people, the Jewish people, and eventually freedom from captivity. Here's the dilemma Queen Esther faced, though. You see, you can only see the king if he invited you in. You couldn't just knock on his door or whatever and just go see him. She faced the potential of death if she was to do that. 
We read in Esther chapter 4, verse 14, where God called upon Esther through her uncle Mordecai. Here's what God said. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Wow. Again, Esther was not being called to a specific position such as pastor or preacher. She was being called upon to use her position in life for God's purposes. God wanted to use this young woman to deliver His people. God not only makes calls to young boys, but He also makes calls to young queens. And in verse 16, Esther responds to God's call this way. She says, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Again, I ask you this morning, have you missed any calls lately? Has God been trying to reach you? And then a few hundred years later, God decides to come to earth and speak with us personally. In Matthew and Mark and Luke's account of Jesus calling his disciples, we see that they dropped everything and followed him immediately. Jesus made a call to mostly fishermen, a tax collector, a revolutionist or a zealot, and a few tradesmen. Christ didn't necessarily call them to be pastors and, and preachers, per se. He called them to come and follow Him, to learn from Him, and even to be more like Him. Jesus called upon them to go and tell others about the kingdom. And as we can see, God calls upon all kinds of people, and even you and me. Have you missed your call? Have you missed any calls lately? Has God been trying to reach you? Well, next I want to draw your attention to a time before Jesus' ministry and before Esther and before, even before Samuel. And in that time, God's people were really suffering under the rule of an Egyptian pharaoh. And in response, God called a man named Moses. And for those who may not know his story very well, I can tell you, he was born to a Hebrew woman in Egypt at a time when all male Hebrew babies were being killed at birth by the order of Pharaoh. But baby Moses was saved by his mother by putting him in a basket and then into the Nile so that Pharaoh's daughter would find him. Isn't he cute? I mean, who wouldn't love a face like that? Amen. He grew up as an Egyptian prince. His life changed, though, when he, he killed an Egyptian slave driver who was unfairly beating uh, one of the Hebrew slaves. 
He didn't fear for his own life, for he knew what Pharaoh had said, that if you anyone kills an Egyptian, they too will die. So Moses went far away, as was necessary to escape Pharaoh and his wrath. But he couldn't go far away enough to not receive God's call upon his life. If you have your Bibles, please turn to Exodus chapter 3. We'll look at a few verses there. Um, I want to read the specific account of this call to Moses from God. And then point out three things you can expect God's call uh, to know when God calls you. Three basic things. And no matter where you are in your walk, there are some things to be aware of when God calls on you. Reading from verse 1 of Exodus chapter 3. One, one day, Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led the flock far into the wilderness and came to Sinai, a mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of the bush. Moses stared in amazement. And though the, the bush was in, engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. Verse 3, this is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why isn't that bush burning up? I must go see it. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush, Moses, Moses, here I am, Moses replied. So first, we see, we need to see when God calls us or calls a Upon us, he will get our attention. He does. Amen. He does. Um, he gets our attention. I mean, people have asked me, what if I don't hear or notice God's call? And I, I would say this, we can't possibly know what way God will use to call us. And yet he does know us very well when he calls us. He knows us and and. And he knows what will get our attention. You see, Moses was not expecting God to call him that day. He was minding his own business, not even thinking about the God of the Jews. But as we read, God certainly got his attention uh, in the middle of that burning bush. God knew what would get his attention God will often get our attention with something that we don't even expect. Something that we don't even associate with Him. He just wants to get our attention. But notice, when God called out to Moses, Moses said, Here I am. Even Samuel responded to the Lord saying, Speak, your servant is listening. Listening. And likewise, Queen Esther hears God's call and says, I will go. If I perish, I perish. So the question is not, what will it take for God to get your attention? But rather, what will be your answer? Amen? What will be your answer today? Have you missed any calls lately? Has God been trying 
to reach you? Next, jump down to verse 7 in, in Exodus 3, where we read this. Then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering. And then in verse 9, God said, again, he says this, Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me, and I have seen how harshly the Egyptians abused them. Notice when God calls, you will know what is on his heart when he calls. You can count on that. God's going to download his heart. He's going to let you know what he's thinking. When God calls on you to help someone in need, he will show you how, to, how he feels about the needs and the situation of that individual. When someone is down because of health reasons and lost jobs or maybe even the death of a loved one or whatever it might be, God will show you. When he's calling you, he will show you how to feel and react as that person pours out their heart to you. And tells their story to you. Again, verses 7 and 9 remind us that God sees and God hears the cries of his people. One thing is for certain, Moses learned what was on God's heart that day in the wilderness. So the question is not whether we want to hear someone's story filled with problems, but rather, do you want to know what's on God's heart or not? That's the way to look at that. Have you missed any calls lately? Has God been trying to reach you? Finally, reading from verse 10 in Exodus chapter 3, God says to Moses, Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people out of Egypt. But Moses protested to God, Who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? And then God answered in verse 12, I will be with you. I tell you, in verse 11, I might as well put Ray there instead of Moses. Amen. You might as well put my name there. You know, Ray protested to God. I mean, so many times God has shown his heart to me for someone or some situation. And all I could do was question whether I'm able to deal with that situation in person or not. I don't I can't deal with that, Lord. I don't know anything about that. I even question why am I why am I being sent or asked to get involved? That's a mess, Lord. Who am I? Pick someone else. Church Moses knows what's on God's heart. That's for sure. Now God is seeing what's on Moses' heart. Amen? That's what happens. When we say, who am I? He knows what's on our hearts. 
And just as he has seen what's on my heart, he sees yours too. And in closing, you know what this says to me is when God calls and shares his heart with me about someone else or some situation or even a mission that he wants me to accomplish, I can expect and know that he will go with me. Amen. He doesn't send us someplace to go alone. He's right there by our side. And I say when and not if God calls you, you can trust and have faith that He will go with you too today. But we must have a heart which conforms to God's heart and say, here I am. Your servant is listening. I will go. If I perish, I will perish. Have you missed any calls lately? Has God been trying to reach you? Are you listening? I would ask right now, if everybody just kind of bow your head. And I'm not going to ask for a show of hands or anything. But what I, I just bow your head and, and just listen to what I'm asking you this morning. Maybe someone in this room right now or even online, who knows, maybe even later on this week or month whenever somebody might watch this, but maybe someone is sensing the Lord's call upon you. You know, you've been seeing it, that it pops up, you hear it, you know it's Him, and maybe you are just wanting prayer for discernment or understanding about this call from God. Maybe all you know right now is that God is up to something. That might be all you know right now for your life. And you want prayer for that. I want to pray for you right now. Because if that is you, oh, the Lord, He, he, he will come. He will show you. He will be there with you. So I want to pray, oh Holy Spirit, would you come right now? I mean, I mean come and, and, and just really fall on us. Fall on that person that's trying to, that wants that clear understanding of what you're trying to ask them to do or you want them to do. Or maybe a situation you are making them aware of that they need to know and they need to react to, Lord. I pray that you would come down, Holy Spirit, right now. Come down on them. Heavy. Come and show. <laughs> show us how, Lord. If the call is to just talk to someone. Meet someone. Lord, you would show us how to love that someone. You would, you would make that call so clear we'd know at least the direction you want us to go in. Come and help us to help others, Lord, even now. Teach us how to listen. Holy Spirit, come and help us to build the kingdom right here in this place. 
Teach us what to say, Holy Spirit. Here we are, Lord. (laughs) We're listening. We're listening. We, We will go. I'm here. Lord, I would ask for this for each and every individual here that might be hearing and knowing. And maybe there's been some ignoring of that call every time it it comes in. That, uh, I, I look the other way. Lord, you're calling us. Holy Spirit, would you help us to understand that? And we ask all this, Lord, knowing that that answer may scare us. That call might frighten us. But we know too, Lord, you're going to go with us. You're going to download your heart on us. We're going to know why we should have uh, the kind of uh, concern and love for others through this call. We ask all these things, Lord Jesus, in your most powerful name. What a phenomenal reminder this morning. Are we missing a call, church? Are we ignoring a call? That's a good question. What will our answer be? I love the promise at the end. If we say yes, he promises that he's with us. Thank you, Pastor Ray, for sharing with us this morning. I just want to say what a blessing Pastor Ray and Yvette have been to our church. As they've been with us, the way that they serve. Pastor Ray always just asking, what can I do to love the church, to benefit the church? So thank you, Pastor Ray. Um, You're not going to want to miss next Sunday. Nate and Hope Owens are going to be with us. They do ministry in Nairobi, Kenya, so right next door. Uh, So you can imagine they have a really just incredible experience and perspective on what God does across the world uh, and other cultures. So don't miss next week. You're going to love hearing from Nate and Hope Owens. They were with us two years ago, I believe. So if you remember, that was a phenomenal service as well. But uh, Pastor Ray prayed for us. But if you'll stand with me, I will send you out with blessing as we go this morning. And now may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Go in his peace. We'll see you next Sunday. Thanks for being here. for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week.